Alright, so we're back. We got another episode of The Modern Nerd. Uh, this was supposed to come out earlier. I got busy. Sue me. Um, so we've got the review for Black Widow. Uh, and this one kind of goes off the rails a little bit. We have a lot of fun, though. And if you really just want to hear a couple of us hang out, talk about the movie pretty much the whole time for about an hour, we go on a whole bunch of tangents. We talk about everything. Um, it's myself, uh, Dan, as always. Uh, and we've got GJC327, George. Uh, you can catch him on his Twitch uh, streaming, usually some marbles, maybe a few other games. Um, give him a look. Give him a listen. GJC327. Um, I really liked this one. I'm going to have him back on again. Uh, again, keep looking out for new announcements. We're going to be doing some live ones. We're going to be doing some video. Uh, we're going to be going uh, uh, everywhere with this podcast. I'm trying to really bring it to you and, and give you some good content. So here we go again with the Black Widow review. You know, I hope you guys enjoy it. Thanks. Here we go. We're going to start today's Modern Nerd with a review of the Black Widow movie. Now, this movie was delayed for, I don't know, what, a year? Two almost at this point by the time it came out. And was... going into it... do you think it, they started writing it? Oh, a long time ago. Probably, yes. probably like after they finished Endgame. And then, because Endgame took like two years to come out. think it was originally planned in like before even Endgame? I could or... see it being written way back then. Because a lot of the dialogue and a lot of the quippy stuff... It felt like around that area. You know how like they shoehorned in Spider-Man and that apparently pushed like Captain Marvel back and a lot mm, of other movies right. and people who a lot of things that were supposed to debut kind of got shaken up when Spider-Man showed up. Not yeah, to it's, it's play it at his feet. I mean, I would probably say that they would they probably started writing it right when they were doing Endgame. They probably were like, Oh, you know what? We know what we're gonna do in the endgame. We know we're gonna kill her. Spoilers for anyone. Um, and so they're like, Well, we want we never gave her that shot and we want to give her that shot. And they probably started writing it at that point. Cause I mean, these people have been writing these movies. The plan has been in motion for years. So it it ideally was gonna happen. How much you know Scarjo knew about it and and was privy to the details is, is is a whole nother question. But I think it was in the works and everything like that for for quite some time. Um, and obviously they've already pushed everything around because you know it, it was supposed to debut before like what all of the MCU shows, all the Disney Plus shows. It was supposed to come out before right. that, right? Um, and then mm. you know obviously that didn't happen, but it didn't. Honestly, I feel like it worked better. I don't know if they reshot it. Uh, uh, stuff. We'll, we'll get into that. I'm going too far into the movie before we do this. So Black Widow, it dropped last week. So we're not going to be the first review that anybody's going to listen to. But if you do, this is a very fun take. Um, I'm just going to go around the room. I want to get a one word. Did you like it? Did you not? George, did you like this movie? Yes. Dan? Yes. Okay. So I am a yes as well. And I could see in everybody's face that it was a yes, but so that's well, why we're doing this. A, a reticent. Yes. <clears throat> yeah. I, I, I will, I will open the floor. Let's go with George. George, we haven't talked to you in a while. Let's, let's see what, give me your, give me your opinion. What do you got? What are you thinking? Likes, dislikes. It's certainly not like the best Marvel film ever, you know? <laughs> It's and, and I'd be hard pressed to even say maybe what are there how many films are there now in Marvel like 26 27 something like that like I'd be hard pressed to say it was in the top half but that's mm. like out of 26 films that's hard to push uh, you know like it's hard yeah. to say if it's in the top half of Marvel films but it's closer to the middle of Marvel films than it is towards the top for sure and certainly not bad as the the worst Marvel films out there 
including Hulk, if you want to put that as like the forgotten bastard child of. I mean, it counts technically Marvel. speaking. There, so. there have been they've all been pretty good. Uh, we are still, they've all been good in general. Is, Marvel films in great general as Marvel fans. Uh, I don't know if I could put it at the top or bottom half. However, my new standard, not my new standard, my, my typical standard is, was it better than Age of Ultron? Because that is like, for me, it's kind of like, that is about where it's like, it's just, it's the good enough. Point. And I don't know if it was. So I will say that I liked this movie. No surprise there. I like pretty much all of them because uh, that's me. I'm a fanboy. I'm just happy that these things exist, that my childhood is on a big yeah. screen. I will be fairly critical, but I mean, I had a good time watching this movie and oh, yeah. I did not expect to because I went into this fairly jaded and a little annoyed because they didn't give us this movie when they should have. Had they released this in the time frame in the MCU timeline when it actually existed, I think it would have been more well received. I don't know. It's getting great reviews. This, this is funny. Okay? I actually don't I'm think gonna so. Compare this. Weird. I'm Go going to compare this to a different franchise also owned by Disney called Star Wars and oh a movie God. called Rogue One. Yeah. Yeah. The timing yeah. of Rogue One was terrible because they put should have put Solo right after that in that mm. spot instead of Rogue One. Yes. You know, like Rogue One could have fit any time. And I was always mm. jaded coming into Rogue One because I was like, I don't want to watch some random story about Star Wars. I want to watch like Solo because it was relevant at the time. This is the same problem with the, with Widow is that Widow could have came at a different time when it was much more relevant and it didn't show up then. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that was I, really the problem of it all. I, and I like, think... that's what makes me to ask my first question is like, do you think if Spider-Man hadn't happened, they could have put it in Widow in that spot? I don't know because the widow we got had they made the movie back then after civil war it wouldn't be this movie it wouldn't i i we would not have wouldn't be the same, that's for sure. it with her just adorable dialogue it wouldn't exist mm -hmm. we wouldn't yeah. get david harbour because he wasn't i mean he was kind of up there at the time but he wasn't like as fairly established we wouldn't mm -hmm. get you know the the story the plot as it was because when this happened yes marvel was established marvel had their formula that they were following but i think they would have given us a more generic not that this wasn't but i don't think it would have been the same movie and i think it would have been again we're talking about things that could have been and would have been but we can't say you know how we would have liked them but i think we would have had a different more serious movie and it would have been a little bit more well received because this was you know it had its serious moments don't get me wrong but the, the undertone of like the banter between, you know, uh, 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 Natasha and Yelena really softened the movie. Like it really did. Mm -hmm. it, it, if that wasn't there, you know, I don't think that David Harbour could have held the comedic role in this movie if it didn't have mm -hmm. some other side comedy. Because his just was a trope and it just was played and overplayed and overplayed. I've seen his character a thousand times in a thousand movies he was great at it i think it was fun i like harbor i think he can do better but i i still liked him a lot but i think you know again it was mostly for me this movie was florence Pugh. it was the introduction of her character sure. into this movie series into, right. the, into the mcu and that's really what it what it did i don't think we were going to get that character if this movie released back in like what 2012 13 whenever yeah. Civil War was right after Civil War. 
yeah, yeah. obviously where it is now uh is is the undertone is the fact that she's supposed she's supposed to be dead now and and this is like a flashback kind of story so yeah. that that undertone of knowing what happens to her like at the at, at, you know her fate and the sacrifice she makes is a strong undertone but that's the thing is is like here, here's the example of like the the like the Marvel films always try their best to balance like heavy tones with like lighter tones, right? That's the whole idea. Of, for of the dark that's world. why there's that comedic. Yeah, that's why there's comedic <laughs> relief in that end. So they knew. I feel like going into this movie, the undertone, sad undertone, is like you know what happens to Natasha, you know, and now yeah. we're just starting to find yeah. out the, who the real Natasha is. And so therefore, in order for them to like balance the, out that sad undertone of the whole movie, they had to go for really light, airy like joking kind of mood that is on the surface level of it to, in order to balance that out. I think that's the decision of why it was so incredibly like bantery and, and, and stuff like that. It's because like, sure. <laughs> or else sure. the whole time you're just like, well, this is terrible. And that, you know, like, that's the question is, is like, do you feel like if this movie, and this reminds me a lot of again, Rogue One, if you feel like this, if this movie wasn't in Marvel, would you have still felt as good and happy about this film? And would you still say that you liked it if this wasn't a Marvel film? If this was just a standalone, strange spy story about a, a assassin, which you've seen dozens of movies where starring good leading women, female assassin stories, you just go look that up on Netflix or Amazon Prime. There's go dozens of them. Blonde. There's all it's category amazing. of them, of female assassin stories or female warrior style stories. And like, this fits in that genre and do you feel like if this wasn't under the marvel umbrella would you have liked it absolutely I don't not think so uh the my 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 biggest complaint about this movie is that it is a marvel movie first my, no my biggest complaint is there's nothing wrong with this movie if that makes sense there's elaborate nothing, this was in a this was a marvel movie first and foremost they they reached into their good old faithful bag of tricks, things that everyone knows that they'll like, and played it as safe as possible. You could have put anyone in Scarlett Johansson's role, and yeah, it would have been the much. same fucking movie. It didn't matter. The, like there was nothing mm -hmm. w involving her character. There was no growth. There was there was learning of maybe some things. There were nothing. It could have fucking. Uh, you know, Iron Iron Man's daughter could have been in that role. It it doesn't. It would have been the same. We're getting that movie or show. I at mean, least. cool. But I, it's there's, you know, she's, you know, the 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 Johansson identity for the first part of the movie, which was kind of fun and like, just a lot of quippy stuff and like them being real careful not to delve too deep, even though this was the time to do that. This is like our dearly departed friend who we've known for a while and we are just given uh, a, a freaking, you know, uh, a no depth uh, cartoon. Um, uh, you know, most cartoons we watch have more depth than this. Sure. Um, there, I, I didn't, I liked, I actually liked David Harbour. I yeah. thought he, I thought he was fun, but because Funny. he was in like, he he had he to me had the most soul in a what to me was a kind of soulless movie, mm -hmm. um, and that's that. and that's no and that's no detriment to both Scarlett Johansson and um, Florence, Florence Pugh. Pugh. 
they're tremendous actresses. Or yeah. Rachel. And Rachel Weiss. Like Rachel, Rachel Weiss has been around she, forever. She did good in her role. Uh, it was a weird kind of role uh, in a lot it's of weird, weird kind of ways. You had to act. She had to. She basically had to like change characters sometimes, and all of a sudden, oh, we were a family. Well, okay, I'll go with this. I'll, there was a lot of family. okay, sure. Like, well, yeah, you dudes were fa- you dudes were an undercover family for three family. years. Like, I mean, there was one line from Florence Pugh saying, <laughs> "Get a, get your Fast and Furious references out of here." Um, <laughs> there was one line from Florence Pugh that was like, "You guys were my. I thought we were real family for like." for three years and i was like and then they just went back to kind of being like quippy family sitcom and i was like come on like like you know there was there was some they did attempt you know like you know and there was a real quick like makeup session at the end when they're all on the ground and everything and that was just so forced it was Um, what's weird for me is rachel weiss's character and how everyone's just like oh you just like had like one of the biggest hands in in torturing and you know twisting these women's minds and everyone's like oh she made a joke it's okay like I, I i'm like gotta keep it should... light there was no redemption moment for well, her i feel they like just sort of her like is... she's fine and i'm like what the uh, see this is the thing though is like i feel like in a family of killers <laughs> like they're all like i mean we're not gonna point fingers type thing like who are you know like at that point they're they're they're, all their ledgers are quote-unquote dripping right sure which was a great moment where you're you're awesome killers like that was that was i couldn't be more proud it was sweet they're like no you smell bad (laughs) (laughs) okay so let's talk about the elephant in the room which is the the, the the main it's weird to say the main he's kind of like the muscle and i can't say he anymore because that's what we all assumed and we were wrong we were all very very wrong about who we assumed taskmaster was um, i knew right away okay hold on so hold <laughs> i on. knew right away as, as I, soon as the movie started and they talked i mean like i am not have mad. you never seen this type of genre film before yes it makes sense for what they did i get it i could see it it's fine i was i was tricking myself to be like all right how are they going to do this who's this character going to be they i'm fine with what they did it it makes sense for the story they were telling and i'm and and it worked i'm fine with it it's not like the biggest aha moment in the world but you take this character who is known for having kind of an interesting personality and having you know uh uh, some of the most amazing badass screen worthy skill sets that you can have and you just relegate him to a mute muscle and I don't care that they made it a woman. I don't. I want that on the record. I think she, Olga Kurlyenko, can is a wonderful actress. I remember her in the Bond movies. She was right, excellent. Bond. And you give this actress who has range and can do so <laughs> many things, no lines, not even one, not one. And they give her fucking the ex- line. Origins Deadpool treatment. <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent. Okay, I want to comment on that real quick. I pretty much <laughs> wanted to watch this movie so i could go and watch the pitch meeting for it because i'm like oh i bet that one's kind of funny like i know it's gonna be sh-. and so i watched i definitely watched the honest yeah yeah yeah. And, yeah yeah and so um shout out to pitch meeting and screen rant good times yep um so you know it, it's kind of annoying that they did that i'm i'm not mad at it i i think it worked for the movie i think it's gonna open She'll it up back. for the character yeah she's coming back she's gonna have a little bit more interesting uh As story, i hope 
Yeah, I would imagine look at so. Bart- I mean, but look at Barton, do? dude. Like, look at Hawkeye, dude. He had one line in 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 Thor, and now he's yeah. got a show on Disney Plus. Well, but it's a show to kill him. Yeah, <laughs> like you know what I mean. Whatever. Like, he they're getting rid of show. him because he's an asshole. Yeah, live to well, die he doesn't. Day. Want, yeah, I don't think he wants to do Marvel. Anyways, I don't think he does this. either. But uh, yeah. this yeah. is his his way of bowing out. But let's let's okay. George, but like he is- started with one line. My yeah. point being, he started yeah. with one line. But this legendary cool. This legendary, cool, like super character that everyone's familiar with—that's like a integral part of the Avengers. (laughs) You know, but he's part of the original Avengers. Yeah, you know, and he's a character that's pretty popular about with a lot of people. And he only had one line in Thor, and that was like, yeah. And so it's 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 obviously an introduction movie. Like this movie is. They went back to their classic formula, like Dan was saying earlier. They went back to the classic formula of setting up for the next chapter right and, which is like yeah you, you had a fun time doing it we got to see you know really cool avalanches destroying prisons we got to see you know pretty decent fight scenes she did her flippy twirly stuff the running gag of the superhero <laughs> pose was I fantastic that, by yeah. the way it was i love it they when needed to be called out yeah i mean so, it was great and it's true and it's as long as you kind of call attention to it and make yeah, fun of yourself funny. i i loved that i loved it. I, was, I was reading some article with somebody who was analyzing these things and they were like yeah if someone actually landed like that they would break every bone in their body like that is <laughs> yeah. the literal worst way to land yeah. from from a fall um <laughs> that's not meanwhile, how spider-man land. right gymless like bend their knees and like do the full like yeah. they cushion their drop like they don't so, so, so let's talk about let's talk about that a little bit. She suddenly became one of the most invincible superheroes of all time. Seriously, there were like a dozen times when she should have one hundred percent died. The first time was when she that I noticed. There was others that, but the one that comes to mind is when she fell off a building, yeah. and landed on every single possible right. thing on the way down, and then lands on her feet. Like I get it you're you are trained you yeah, are okay. like amazing but like you just got the fuck knocked out of you yeah and you're like pa also that go awful awful like would you'd be really messed up car crash all the way down the stairs oh my god that was insane and they're just like okay here we go and i'm like okay yeah that's just, just ridiculous found myself saying that a lot okay sure. yeah here Why we go not? have fun mm-hmm. okay all right who did this michael bay cool <laughs> um so you know um, all right, let's let's go to the next. Like these are the only relevant things I can think of because like the meat of the movie, like you, like you said, it's not relevant. It, it had no impact it, it on was, anything whatsoever. Yeah. It, it it. But the thing that did the two things that did was Taskmaster. Mm. Well, three Florence Pugh and then mm. the end credit scene. So yeah. spoilers. Uh, pff, at this point, it's a week old. I don't give a fuck about spoilers. Um, you've got. I'm not saying her name. You've got Madame Hydra, uh, Contessa, coming up and giving Florence, I guess it opens with her seeing the grave of Natasha, which is a sweet moment. And I think, you know, Dan, you went into this wanting some recognition of her funeral. You don't Justice get a funeral. Justice for Scarlet, man. But you've got, you got the moment where you see, okay, people have mourned. People have been here. It had an impact on lives and people were doing it. She's she's tightening up the grave. She's crying. Mm-hmm. Contessa comes and is like, oh, blah, blah, Make some quippy joke, which I love her. She's amazing. And I'm excited for her to really dive into this role. Um, mm-hmm. And She's supposed she, to be great on Veep. 
Oh yeah. And she gives, you know, her, she gives Florence the like, oh, why don't you go get vengeance on the man who killed your sister and hands her a picture of Hawkeye. And I'm like, cool, cool. I hadn't read the news that she was confirmed for Hawkeye. So mm-hmm. that's really exciting for me. It was that a cool moment because I'm like, nice. We get her again in a show. And then eventually once all these shows end, hopefully it'll end in a movie, you know, a Young Avengers or whatever they want to call or themselves. A series. A something. Um, we don't even know. That's crazy to think. Yeah. About. So I, it's exciting. So, yeah. what did you guys think? What was the the feel of this end credit, George? Well, I'll I'll bring it back to Dan. It's like, so you're Iron Man. You're just gonna come out like it's Samuel L. Jackson. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. she's the new Samuel L. Jackson. Like, she's new. Yeah. You know, she is the new she, Samuel L. Jackson is, for sure. Yeah, she is like, you know, she's the new Samuel L. Jackson. So it's like it's the same formula that and yeah. they they it's the same, you know, it's nothing that we haven't seen. And this is the thing. What it's interesting is, is I think like Marvel has always prided themselves in making not like movie hero, like superhero movies, but like genre films, right? And like this is clearly like their twist on the female like assassin story genre. And then like they're gonna do it with the Marvel treatment and the Marvel treatment always ends with a scene like that where they're assembling like you know it's true it's that's that's just part of the formula like it was completely 100% expected like 100% like even if I didn't see it I could have I could have said that that's what happens well I didn't think she I mean I didn't think she's gonna be working for Madam Hydra I did not I didn't I didn't see that coming either yeah, I do. I thought she would wow. be working with the good guys, as we all assumed. I thought. Uh, well, that's at least that's where I saw it going. Yeah, and and kind of at this point, like it, it I'm, I don't want to use the word villain or bad guy right quite yet because mm-hmm. throughout comic history, Contessa da 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 has been the she was good she was shield she was actually you know like someone who was progressing and then she became a double agent and she was working for hydra and then she was a triple agent and she was working for i don't remember it was this little it was a smaller company but then it became like a bigger thing i don't remember what it's called don't kill me comic book fans um and so she became this person who was you know counterintelligence kind of more gray area good bad bad good back and forth so you know we've we've got you know already the the forming of the dark avengers or uh i forgot what there's another term for these people and and i'm losing it's very similar to suicide squad style like that this is like a team full of people who are like quote unquote yeah they're they're completely yeah by uh general thaddeus i feel like it's like a, a a collection of like their version of suicide squad heroes where like our bad guys who are potentially going to be sent into morally ambiguous missions you know and it's like it's the same setup with like lebonsky and abomination that's supposed to be coming up and all these other people who are like u.s agent at all by the way yeah u.s agent we saw already in falcon so it's like these are the people obviously there's going to be people who are like already in the Avengers who are going to be taking up the mantle, the established big names in the movie series, right? Like mm-hmm. Spider-Man, Captain Marvel, uh, you know. I don't know how much more she's getting. I, honestly, yeah, I don't who know knows? how long Brie Larson's going to be around. They can't, That's they true. have to write around her powers, dude. I, yeah. yeah. They, so they, all, these, all these people, you know, and then even the new Captain Falcon, Captain, uh, Captain America, America with Falcon, like they're going to, 
they're going to be, there's going to be a new Avengers. We know that that like a new way that the team is going to look, but like the, the thing that's going to be offsetting that is like, there's going to be this other team that like, sometimes the government's going to be like, well, you guys are just a little too high and mighty. We're going to like delegate this to that team that does not care. You know, and, Are you think we're going to get sure. Thunderbolt Ross? General Ross is going to be the head of I it, think so, especially with the fact that they heard about the, like with the abomination news. Like, mm. I really think that there's a there's definitely yeah there's definitely room for it. And also, there's just like all these people who are like morally gray in the Marvel films that are like potentially like able to be part of this team. Not even people who are in, in the comics, but part of the Thunderbolts. Like, what's his name from? Doctor Strange, Modo. Um, Is that his name? Mordo. Mordo. Yeah. Like all yeah, these that, people who are like <laughs> I forgot about him. All these people yeah. who are like he's coming back for sure. More yeah, of is. like uh, you know maybe originally from the good guys, but like now are a little bit more uh, you know iffy. You know it's it's there's just a lot of Marvel characters like that, and you could say that even about the way that Loki was treated, right? Somebody who was like, I mean, he was a bad guy at least in, up until the Avengers, and now he's like the antihero. So I just think that a lot of there's a lot of rooms for that even what's her name from ant-man ghost from ant-man yeah she's she she's not dead her story we never finished either like all these mm -hmm. people who are like morally ambiguous characters who we kind of have feel bad for or have like a good story behind them that can be added to this team and i just we're not even we're not even talking about all the spider-man villains yeah and all the spider-man villains who have the possibility you know you like you can't deny the fact that like Michael Keaton is a free, would be like a huge get if we could well, get him to come back. You're not going to get him. You're not going to get them in the Thunderbolts because they're going to be the Sinister Six. You didn't get many of them to cross over. Maybe not at first. And, yeah, I mean, you could. There's a potential because again, they're they're rewriting their own little you can't history. Can't even get Shocker. But like, you can't even get the Shocker. Oh, God, who? I don't know who. I don't know who you're talking but about. But like, I mean, <laughs> Zemo, Baron Zemo, Taskmaster. Zemo. Um, I love Zemo. You had fun. you had Bullseye as Hawkeye. You had you know Dakin as Sharon. Wolverine, who was like Wolverine's son. And then you mm-hmm. had um, you know I mean A bomb was in there at one point. Which actually, mm-hmm. Abomination. There's a difference between A bomb and Abomination, but I'm like I don't. There's a lot in in the Hulk world. But yeah. you know I mean you had all these different ones. And then at one point you had it being run by um, my personal favorite character who they have yet to really get a hundred percent correct who is right over here oh my god i can't do it mm. is um yeah. green goblin himself norman osborne he was taking over it and he became the iron patriot which they've already used in iron man 2 if i recall mm-hmm. uh, and he had tony's suit and made it the star spangled banner and all that bullshit yep. uh and but it, it meant something because it was him trying to regain you know some sort of power and then he you know gobbled out at some point and and, and it was great I love that run. Um, so you've got all these characters that they've already introduced and they're already kind of doing a young Avengers as well. So I think we're going to get a whole bunch of like with the multiverse, not just like one storyline, like you're going to have these characters like, you know, young Avengers and Thunderbolts have their own storyline. And then you're going to have like your Captain America's your, your winter soldiers, Spider-Man, uh, Wanda, and like all these people are going to be where they're going after, Kang and the big bad and all that stuff and you may get some little cameos from like these side ones but you're going to start creating these separate stories with you know um Wanda's kids and you know we've already had a bunch of like there's a couple others that are being dropped what's her name um 
Kate Bishop, Hawkeye, you know, like they're doing all these things and creating these separate groups where there can, they don't all necessarily have to converge all the time, but they can, you can have three main storylines running consecutively and just, I mean, it's just going to maximize their box office because you can create a big bad for the young Avengers. You can create a big bad for the Thunderbolts, well, or whatever reversal of the big bad is for the villains but you know it it they don't all have to converge on kang they can converge on their own big people and have a seven movie arc that ends in one massive battle mm-hmm. so sounds about right i'm intrigued i'm 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 looking forward to what they're doing going looking forward. forward to character introductions i this film didn't exactly inspire me to be honest uh but i don't think that's what it was for uh yeah. I, I do think that everything about this film is seven you know years old uh dialogue included a lot of tropes that i complain about constantly in english please su- such as that um i if i if i were going off of this movie alone i would not be super excited for the future yeah but i mean universe I, I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, of course you are. You that this movie could have been complete trash, and you'd still be excited. And you're, I mean, I'm excited for the character reveals. I'm, I'm still excited overall. But I'm, they need to, they can't do everything. They can't pull a WWE and do everything the same again and hope for like you know good results again and like the same turnout. Well, that's they'll need to do something a little different. And I, I hope they. I mean the opening now the ending of loki with the multiverse literally makes them george, give the ability up. to you caught up on loki george oh yeah okay, okay. go on sorry um spoilers <laughs> spoilers it's uh i mean we we talked about it it's very exciting but it also opens up the possibilities and then being able to be like well we can just have this dude coming from another universe which is i don't mind i think that's kind of exciting actually but i hope they do something good with it uh all all culminating again in a big battle the end i actually that sounds great honestly um i just i'm when you got to talk about it i'm upset about mistreatment of scarlett johansson and the character black widow who is arguably i mean she's an important character and you know, there's she's had her moments, you know, her thank you for your cooperation moments, and her one in this movie didn't quite land as well as it did the first time around. I mean, it was telegraphed, you know. I mean, you knew it was coming the moment she started like looking True. away from him. You're like, all right, I see where this is going. True. Cool. Um, but it's so much more than that. Uh, who, what studio executive was like? I don't think Scarlett Johansson could be a draw. And make lots of money and make a movie by herself. We better push this movie back. It really isn't a solo movie when you look at it. It's another it, team-up movie. It it breaks my heart that Brie Larson was like the first. That wasn't person. a solo movie either. And if you think it was, you're fooled. Title-wise, it was. And I got a thing against Brie Larson, but whatever. I just... You know, she was mistreated from the moment she showed up. And you could say Iron Man 2, she was, you know, sexualized because of, of the times. And that was part of the drawing male audiences in. And that's fine. Uh, and she's been mistreated right up until her death and her forced movie, which had no character uh, development. Mm-hmm. And she was th- this tremendous actress playing this 
but most of the time was kind of a one note character who could have been vastly complex and had interesting input. Um, and we mm -hmm. saw we saw her finally get to do a little something uh, in the beginning of Endgame and show off her acting skills. And it was good. It was good. You know, it was good. It was raw and it was real. Yeah. And we didn't get a lot of that from her. And I'm sad about that. Mm -hmm. um, I, I do. I still am excited for Florence Pugh, another tremendous actress. I do hope they give her more to do this time around. Um, I kind of think or I hope they will. Um, it's uh, it's frustrating. Uh, I know Black Widow in the grand scheme of things, uh, the Avengers isn't exactly, you know, she works in the shadows, uh, but it's it just this movie was just like kind of a slap in the face to like fans of Scarlett Johansson and fans of the character because there wasn't any. And I'm sad about that. But uh, that being said, um, was written a while ago, a lot of things delayed it, not just they COVID, it. Um, multiple times, I'm sure. Um, and I, who can say it was, would have been better received then or now because as Tim said, it would have been a different movie. They wouldn't have been able to handle it the way they did. Uh, I think I think the silver lining to all this is we've been deprived of any Marvel movie for a long time now, and it was nice to see you know it was like seeing an old buddy you know right. uh, up on the screen, and it was nice to see her tear it up. Um, there was some good action in this movie that I cannot deny. Um, yeah. There was it, it was well done, and you know maybe not as much you know crazy black widow bust out moves action but it's action nonetheless and uh it was nice i think in a weird way it was kind of the right time for this to come out somehow because mm -hmm. if this had come out i think any other time i really feel like it would have been much uh received much more poorly uh, i i would have received much more poorly i think probably right if this was like pre-pandemic it probably would have been scrutinized a lot more because people were were still used to things you know what i mean they were like oh we were just in theaters we just did this we did that we've seen all there's a billion movies to watch right now why would i watch this one when it sounds like every other movie that we've watched yeah so you're probably right it probably would have been scrutinized a whole lot more if this came out before you know 2020 um and i think they did the right thing in moving it back because i think it, it helped I, you know, there's all these articles about how like the, the theater owners are like fucking pissed about the Disney plus dual release because, you know, it went from, you know, top weekend opener to like, and, and again, this is all perspective to like the biggest drop off of a Marvel movie in its franchise history. So, you know, which makes sense. Cause if, if you are, if you're married and you got a couple kids, you want to go to the theaters, that's 50 bucks minimum you know what i mean each ticket i went and saw this each ticket was 16 dollars, and i didn't even see it in imax it was one of those dolby theaters which was fucking cool um you know you, you hear all these cracks and stuff behind you it was awesome um and then you have you know, so i spent 30 bucks to go to the theater you can spend 30 bucks sit around in the comfort of your own house and watch the movie so you know Yes, there's a lot of this back and forth with like, you know, how it's being released and like when it's being released and everything. I think you're right. It, it definitely it definitely fared better because it came out now um, because, you know, people are Critical just like, give it to me. And like, you know, right. they I, I feel like I read something that they definitely reshot a bunch of things or a few things to kind of fit it in. 
um, to talk on one of your points for character development. It's an interesting one to me because how do you really tackle developing a character that you've killed? Like, I'm not saying it's not doable. (laughs) I agree with you. I wanted more, but it's like, what can you give me that's going to, other than like an origin story, you know, like what was that Jennifer Lawrence movie, like that Red Sparrow or whatever, where it was just Mm -hmm. like, like a crazy, deep, dark, like basically the origin of Black Widow, where she's tortured and brainwashed into becoming a, a, a serial killer and like all that stuff, not serial killer, but like a spy and killer. Like that's, that's her history. That's Black Widow's story. And, and that story does not fit into the MCU in the capacity that they you know that we kind of wanted i know it's a horrible yeah. thing to say but like no it's true you can't tell that and be disney you know we're, we're getting you understood, something like go ahead it goes to dan's point you understood why the movie is the way it is because like dan's right they played it safe they like went back to the formula that they knew was going to make like an acceptable movie for what they put out under the marble franchise they didn't want to take any risks with it because the truth is is like they could have effed this up even way worse. <laughs> True. Yeah. That is, do you know what I'm saying? Point. By like yeah. trying to do something that they weren't like even sure. Like, do you know what I'm saying? The whole, the whole thing is, is like this, 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 this movie doesn't have a particularly strong POV or voice. There's not yeah. like, there's not like a, a necessarily a, a deep, large message they're trying to teach us in this film. Right. Yeah. Not certainly the way we've used to seeing some other films that Marvel put out and even TV shows like let's say let's like like Falcon Falcon has a clear voice like there's a clear voice about Falcon and they 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 nail that home by the end of the series do you know what I'm saying this this movie is there like an underlining like clear voice or a message or something they're trying to teach you about her or even like Marvel or like the world as a whole sorry Right, right, right. It's not like you know what I'm saying so this already had a rough point of view meaning they didn't have an underlying clear voice as to what they were trying to get across to you. So they said, well, because we don't have that, we're not going to take any too hard of a risk to try to deliver on that. And then That's... we're just going to go to the formula. We're going to yeah. play it safe and then make like an acceptable B plus B movie to like get you yeah. through your COVID B minus return. But like, that's that's really like that's, that's a good point. That's okay. you can't be like, but I'm not upset at them for that because I could see so many other ways of them like like okay so how did they play it wrong before in like the quote-unquote like female realm of superheroes they've made so many bad missteps like one of the worst panned moments is like the avengers endgame when they had all the female characters coming together because they're like, <laughs> that's just ridiculous they did that to like have a girl power moment okay they thought that was the thing that people wanted it was to forced but it was still it was cool, it was cool don't get me wrong but it was very forced it was like they wanted to have a girl power moment of like like you know yeah, girls can get it done. They did type, it twice. You know, they did thing. it in Infinity yeah. War and in Endgame. But Infinity yeah, so War they had wanted like three... to have that moment, and yeah. even in Infinity War, it was it came across way smoother than it did obviously right. Endgame. It wasn't so big. they've been like criticized terribly right after Endgame about mm-hmm. how like oh you're doing a scene for female empowerment for the sake of female empowerment. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. they didn't want a whole movie about female empowerment and then get criticized for it, which is what happens sometimes even with movies like Wonder Woman and other female franchise movies with Wonder superheroes in it. 
Mm-hmm. Even though Wonder Woman's great, second one not so much. But no. even though Wonder Woman's great, they like they, it's very easy for you to be critical of of Marvel for having missteps previously about yeah. female superhero characters. So they said, in order for us to make not make any missteps, yeah. we're just gonna play it safe. And at least we it may not be the greatest Marvel movie of all time, and maybe we didn't quite give her the justice that she deserved but at least we didn't f it up so badly right. that you're like i suppose if you put it that way down. i would have had rather had it not mess it up this way and then yeah because they could have messed this up really badly they yeah. could have been a lot of like women yeah. empowerment tropes and like you know sure. like look at these badass girls like oh. even though they already had that but it's like there there could have been way worse it could have been way over the top where they were trying to deliver a message that they just aren't incapable of delivering because i hate to say it it's marvel and like they're not they're 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 not capable of doing that. I just I, it concerns me. I know I know how Disney is, and I know what their main objective is. And yeah. so when it comes down to that, you know, what are the fo- you know like let's average out the best what the what the what do all the focus groups that, agree on? It's not about like you know doing something. So it's I'm just. I'm I'm just a little reticent about the future. Uh, uh, you know, you, you think about all these watered down remakes that have come out that just are just soulless versions of their predecessors. And I just can't help but think that there are going to be a few steps like that uh, in this mm-hmm. upcoming phase. And that, you know, that, that worries me. I just, I, you know, uh, these characters are, you know, they're cause close to a religion as some of us have, at least for me. Uh, yeah. and it's just, I don't, it's just sucks to see them, uh, mistreated, especially so, by someone so talented. Think of something like this in, and I don't like saying it, but it, it, the, if you really look at everything, this was the, it was the throwaway movie. It really was because they, yeah. You know they're they're trying to you know fill a gap they're trying to progress a story by introducing characters um and if you look at it was the rogue one it was it was it's the one that stands we all know how much i hate rogue one i was i don't know do you think rogue one is hold on i'm sorry real quick rogue Mm. one better or worse than uh the solo better it's for sure better yeah I like I solo. Watch them again. I might I like solo. He can't even. Okay. It's not that I care for one more than the other. We can get I just Star dislike Wars Rogue One because I don't think it would have been as good of a movie or well received if it wasn't Star Wars. Same thing with Black Widow. If it wasn't under the Marvel umbrella, I don't think people would nearly enjoy the Black Widow as much. And that's just the way I feel about Rogue One. That's all it is. Okay. It's possible. I want to get him on record it's, saying it's, 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 there's a lot of similarities uh, because I feel like you know what happens to them. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, right, you know, yeah, this right. is a, yeah. just like, you know, what happens to Black Widow. Like, exactly. That's my point. You know, her okay. fate. Like it, it, it's, it's like, it's, it's like you ever go to like summer camp or like go to do like a school play or a big performance. And it's like the time of your life and you have all these memories from it. And then you go back to it when everyone's left or like <laughs> walk backstage when like the set has been taken down and you're just like trying to like rem- like live the like the glory of the past it's like going back to high school and walking those same halls it's just not the same sure you can try to capture it for a few moments but like it's gone you know what i'm saying that moment is past and therefore like that's the problem with like knowing sometimes the outcome of like the future of like franchises and stories is because like it doesn't nearly have the same amount of impact in it and like stark widow is like you know her story right like so like what more could you tell me to 
what more could you tell me to like have me more invested in her than yeah. I already am? Yeah, like, yeah. and and does this movie really meet that bar? Mm. You know, it's it doesn't really matter. It's the movie, movie is not that's the problem, Dan. The movie's not even about investing in her more because you're already invested. You already like yeah, her. You've known her for ten years. It's plus a plus years, movie. ten plus years. You already like her. This is like this is just like her like her passing the torch on. Like yeah, I hate man. to say it. Like their yeah. goal of this movie was not about you investing and liking her more because you like oh. her plenty. You're already here to watch her. Mm-hmm. The the goal of this movie is to like set you up for it, somebody new. The, it's it, like it's it's misleading. It's like when it's your girlfriend introduces you to your new girlfriend. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, okay. um, it's like it's like I don't know. It's like it's like your ex girlfriend trying to set you up with her uh, with a new girlfriend. Like uh, someone I'm else. I'm dying, like, but please date my sister. Yeah, That's date my, yeah, date my sister. <laughs> what? Oh, what is uh, it's like that the Harley Quinn movie. It's it. it it says birds of prey and the emancipation, mm. blah, 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 blah. <laughs> don't call it birds of prey if it's not about right. the fucking birds of prey. Yeah. Don't call this Black Widow because it's Florence Pugh. It's White Widow. It's whatever the fuck you want to call her. Is she's the she's the takeaway from this movie. And I'm excited for her. She was charming. She was fun. She was mm-hmm. I like you know, she had that that she had those moments where fuck you i liked her best um which (laughs) i really wanted to know where that vest came from in infinity war i'm glad they told me so exciting what is with that i'm so like we never cared about these things i have like like the dice in solo sorry to bring it back but like who cares shit about the dice anyway nobody kind of like that <laughs> I, there were there were so many moments with Florence Pugh when you know Widow was talking to uh, like sitting at the dinner table where she was like oh it was never real to me and like you could see in Florence's eyes like you could see genuine emotion you could see range you could see mm-hmm. like the character development starting and and like the intrigue be, being placed to I me mean, like okay who is this where does she come from tell me more like why is she like so invested in this fake family and like I want to know more and Dan's right you didn't get that from black widow character and not for anything that scarlett johansson did just from the writing and the and, and everything so you know you, you got i'm i'm i feel like i'm a little bit more optimistic than maybe dan is like i've seen the problems and i think marvel has seen the criticism even with like aside from that you know end games and all the women empowerment but even like even like the way they dissected and just absolutely like people ripped apart captain marvel with the fact that they felt like it was them. just a giant marketing ploy like oh you purposely played music because like from like the 90s like nirvana and stuff like that because you knew it would appeal to like a certain f- female demographic of a certain not age even female you know and all these yeah not, like they, it not. felt like it was a large marketing ploy and that was one of the things that was talked about captain marvel and like i feel like they took that into consideration over the last few years and maybe even during the pandemic they had the opportunity to like do m- maybe try to do like make the right moves you know they hired people at least on the disney plus side like female producers and female directors who did a really good job with like a lot of the other like do you know what i'm saying like for falcon they hired producers and directors who understood what was going on with like modern america and like the whole entire mm-hmm. thing that's happened previously the summer with like black lives matter and stuff like that you 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 had smart intelligent people controlling that storyline who knew what was yeah. going on and knew the story they want to put in. Loki, they hired a strong female like director 
to like, because they knew they were introducing this new female character who was very strong and who was going to be a very big part of the MCU moving forward. Yeah. And they did that girl justice. So mm-hmm. my hopes is with the moves that I saw them do on the small screen, and especially what's coming on also with She-Hulk, and I believe a female Oof. producer or a head of show is being cast for that, as well as Miss Marvel with Camila Khan. Mm. Is that her name? Camila Khan. She, Kamala. yeah, she will also, Kamala. I believe yeah. the head runner of that is also somebody who is Middle Eastern and also yep. somebody 100%. who is a female. So like they've yep. chosen the right people now, at least on the Disney Plus side to like tell female stories or tell stories of people who are, uh, I hate to say in like the minority category of what's been on, you know, Marvel, because let's be honest, how many people with the name Chris are in the Marvel franchise? (laughs) (laughs) One, there's one. I don't know what you're talking about. There's like 50 of them. Everybody's a Chris. Like, (laughs) so my point is, is like they found the right people to direct like the, the proper flow of people that are like women people of minority and situations like that so like i have hope at least seen on what they did on the small screen that that will somehow build a stronger foundation for these characters when they make their main screen debut you know what i'm saying yeah like i i think saying that we know that that's going to be happening with all these characters we know we know miss marvel will show up in in the marvels with captain marvel we know you know, when you're getting what's her name Rambo back again, yeah, who's Rambo is coming be back, which was great Captain job Marvel. done in Vision, right? Yeah. So it's 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 these new strong female characters. Unfortunately, the people who are showrunners, directors, whatever producers on all these shows, they had somebody who was that care who could relate to that character on a personal and also biological, you know, background biographical level to like help mold these characters when they're just starting out. And luckily, yeah. they had most of these characters had. A like a Disney Plus are are going to have a Disney Plus like six episode run at least to like show off these characters and build it because if they were thrust in a situation like like Florence is with like with with Black Widow she only had two hours of screen time at the most to like help usher in a story of her own and it's like great her story is really like it's it's Scarlet's story like to to a certain extent like Mm. it just it it feels like she was done at the service in a way just because she had to be introduced on the big screens as opposed to getting a six hour show. So that's an interesting point is, is, is you're very right. Marvel, you know, is they're taking risks, but it's on Disney plus. That's where all the right. risks they're are taking you, Disney risks. I mean, look, yeah, look, Disney look, risks. At, look at the risks though. Look at what they're doing with, you know, look what they did with WandaVision. Like something like yeah. that has really never been done. Like that sure. was such yeah, a, that a, is a, true. so different from what's happening. I think it, it's yeah. easy to say that what's happening, what happened in Captain America is the more like formulaic type thing. A grounded, um, yeah, more they, grounded show. They hit the beats, but it was about a bit more of a, a sensitive topic in America right now. What it's like being right. black in America. Can a black man hold the American shield and be the symbol of America? Mm-hmm. And it then, was a show that I think was very yeah. like it was great timing and it, it like it's a perfect, perfect like time. show to be coming out at the perfect time because it's like a show that like um goes beyond like the super level you know superhero stuff like it's a show you could discuss about that could open conversation mm-hmm. about serious topics in like happening now today you know and that's yeah. like i think what marvel like wanted to do and they actually did a great job it's the first big like scary step that i've seen them take yeah like outside of like making entertainment and like superhero stuff 
Yeah. And then you get Loki, which is like a character study of not just Loki and breaking someone down and building him back up and then introducing a bunch of new characters. Um, but like, you know, we then have been used to what four or five months worth of you were getting six to eight hours of characters that we've known and loved and new ones that we want to get to know and love some more. And then we go and we get two hours. And it's like, it's, it's such a change of pace for what we've now become accustomed to in today's new streaming area. And I say it's new Mm -hmm. because before, yes, streaming existed, but now everything is coming streaming, like major blockbusters, Mortal Kombat, you know, Warner Brothers is, is straight to, you know, to, to stream. Disney is doing that as simul release and everything. So it's, you know, we kind of have to readjust the way we watch movies and, and how we approach them because we're used to sitting there for six hours and watching something. We're not binging it, but we're getting that much more in-depth something or or we have the ability to sit there and enjoy it in our house instead of going out and paying money and doing it in theaters. So we as an audience are used to a new thing and they're redeveloping how we see movies and how we intake them. And it's, it's, an, it's, it's an interesting, I'm, I'm not going to say exciting, it's an interesting time for movies and tv shows and and how it's going to change the landscape going forward now um speaking to your uh fear of the future for marvel i think you know uh, this being the movie that we got coming off of not only a pandemic and the first ever disney marvel tv shows you know it's going to kind of make us a little worrisome i get it but like again it's kind of like a stepping stone where it's like hey just have this just chew on this you know it's a snack before the main meal you're gonna get shang chi you're gonna get in my opinion the more i'm the most excited for the eternals because i'm like what the fuck are you gonna give me i know nothing about these characters i didn't read them i didn't watch them in any shows i didn't you know even do any research on them i don't really want to i want to be excited i want to be surprised about them so that is like that's going to change the landscape for me because you get all these new characters, all these amazing, amazing actors and actresses, maybe Angelina Jolie aside, but that's my own personal opinion. And, and all of these, okay. she, she's, she gave up, she's done. She phones it in and I don't, she's whatever to me now. She's okay. either amazing or not. In more cases, not lately. I think she pulls it off, but Did you see Maleficence, weird. they were weird. And that's I true. think she that's was like, eh. um, but you know, you got all this new things coming that we're we're like, what is this next phase about? I don't think Widow has anything to do with what this next phase is about. You know, I think the TV shows tell us what this phase is going to be about. It's going to be about, you know, not only the multiverse, but it's going to be about what these characters are, you know, internally. We didn't really get a whole lot. If you really look, the only characters we really got like character growth for was Tony was like the biggest character arc in Marvel period. Cause he went from, you know, billionaire playboy philanthropist asshole to like savior of the fucking universe. And someone we were like caring about and like, was like, Oh my God, you know, like this, I want this to, I don't want to see this man go. He's a national treasure. Captain America had a good arc, but like Hawkeye, I mean, he didn't really have a huge arc. Like he didn't have like who, like, I don't cool. He's an archer. Yep. You've had a weird past. I don't. I kind of don't care at the same time. I'm, I'm going to watch True. Hawkeye, you know, and, and Widow kind of got the same treatment, but she got a little bit more when it was like Civil War. She had, not Civil War, 
Winter Soldier, she got a whole lot more screen time, and I think it was a little bit more interesting. You did get a little bit of she a was more... still like the quippy, plucky sidekick. Though, was you know you got more depth. Could have been anybody. In oddly, Age of Ultron, she you had a little bit more depth because it was you saw like her no. demons and her her depth coming out a little bit more with like you know with everything you did. She was a little bit more uh, uh, serious and like emotional with Bruce, which was weird, fucking weird. I don't know why I don't know. did that. I just feel like but she was relegated to the girlfriend role. She was. You know? You're not wrong, but they gave her a couple of moments. Mistreatment as a woman character. So, you know what I mean? Like yeah. like we don't know what to do with this girl. Let's make her a girlfriend. Ooh. I mean, unless your name was Tony, you didn't get a whole lot going on in. in Look, don't don't get me wrong. I'm I'm being critical. Uh, It was overall everything was fine. I think mostly mostly I'm just kind of sad that like it's clear we're moving into a new era of Marvel, not just uh, storyline wise, but like as George was talking about, like overall woke mentality wise, and it's just is sad to see that that Scarlet and her character won't be a part of this kind of new movement and True. she could maybe get some of the justice that i so desired but to be fair it the multiverse of madness literally you i mean is anything is possible i don't think she's coming back or anything but like mm, who's i don't to think say? she wants to i don't think she wants to either i did see something that when she heard the news about her character dying she you know cried and like uh, she's probably ready to move years. on right Right, right. Regardless, so I, who's to say? Uh, maybe we'll see you know, you know, old Steve Rogers show up for a little bit. Maybe we'll see Natasha and a multi. He's on the moon, so we'll get him. Yeah, sure. Steve, he's on um, the moon. yeah, it just it, the it is the possibilities are endless. Uh, we never know what could happen. Um, I gotta touch on something though. That hold George. On. Okay, we're not. Ask, hold on to it. Hold on to it. I'm holding. Let me, on. Let me ask everybody a question. Speaking of placement and spider-man do you think that this movie would have been same movie same plot and everything would have been more well received if it was where far from home came out so the movie after endgame no it was would have been way too fresh the 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 wounds hadn't healed yet from her death and i don't know i think there would have been more outcry personally george uh, well i feel like the thing is is far from home like and this is again maybe just like the justice and people's taste is like far from home was like a <laughs> It was like a love story to Tony, right? Like it's 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 us yeah. mourning Tony. It's like what right. we're Spider Man, and we the feel whole the loss of movie. the yeah. Mourning we feel the loss. The other characters. And yeah, the whole is movie is him anyway. being like, "What the hell am I gonna do without Tony?" And right, so like in a way, that was like that was the natural. If you were gonna yeah. quote unquote pick between two of them, and who, which character you should bank on having a, a story about mourning this loss of a character, it, Tony is the natural one you go to because he's the larger character in the franchise, you know, overall universe, right? So um, I think No Way Home was the smart move to do, but not, Far From Home was, a no, was the way to go. I mean, sorry, Far From Home was the way to go, but um, I, still, I still think that it was... Just, It'll, it was obviously improperly 
timed where it came out no matter where it like now i guess it's it's as good as it's gonna get in the way and it's fine where it is but like if if covid hadn't happened and you could say whatever it would have been different but also just like yeah with like dan said the jokes the beat of it like it could have been honestly like i don't feel like it could have been that much different and that bad if it just even came out after civil war in the spot where the original spider-man it came in probably was planned to be in that spot i mean that was where it was originally planned kind of to be right after it was. civil war i don't think they were going to put it out then i don't think they had any notion of, of writing a widow movie at that point yet i think i, I think the idea had been tossed around yeah you know, they've been tossed around and they chose origin. to do a captain it, america movie it would have been captain an origin story it wouldn't have been this story it would have been origin it wouldn't have been here's the natural timeline progression it would have been here's an origin story for widow which i don't think would have played as well because nobody wants to go see a woman even okay so let's say it wasn't an origin story let's say it was exactly the same type of movie where it was where it is now and exactly the same movie but time-wise it just showed up they just premiered it right after civil war which is like where it is chronologically speaking i think it would Would have been that bad no, because it would have got, it would have made sense because it would the lightness of the movie would make sense because exactly. it's just like everything yeah. was kind of you starting could wa- to become funny in this. You, I mean, like you is. could see how like in the future people when they binge watch all the movies in Marvel, like some people start with like Captain America, right? Like right. they don't watch it with Iron Man one. They start with Captain America. That's what and I then did. they watch Mar- Miss Marvel or Captain Marvel, then they watch Iron Man 1. Mm-hmm. You know, they watch it in chronological. actual chronological order. If you want, you could put a little bit of Thor. Which, why would you do that? Because that like The beginning of the Thor and the the before that. Because, But like, you know what I'm saying? If you watched it in that chronological order, like you could see how somebody would be like, yeah, after Civil War, you should watch Black Widow. Then yeah. you could watch Spider-Man. So. Then you could watch Captain Marvel. Yeah, but the post credit scenes, dude, are like some of the best parts and like get to get you excited. So you got to watch them when they came. That's just me. Yeah. All right. What was your point, Sam? Well, I mean, like, I don't know. Hold like, on, how badly does Captain Marvel... I guess if you're not a huge Marvel fan, yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense. If you're just how, like trying how to get How badly does, like, you know, how badly does Captain Marvel ruin... It doesn't, but I'm just saying it's there's just post credits like are fun for us as hardcore Marvel fans. I do think if you are showing somebody uh, who isn't like you're trying to get them to watch it, I think that's probably a fine way to go about it and just omit the post credit scenes. But there's some fun stuff in there. You don't need to omit them. I mean, like I don't feel like it ruins. You kind of do. Some of why was it? Some of them for sure do. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I couldn't name off the top of my head. I think this one and this one and uh, Captain Marvel are the only ones that throw it off. I mean, yeah, you know, uh, is it because those those came out after everything and but took place before everything. These are the only movies that actually came out out of chronological order, other than Captain America. Anyway, so Captain America, Captain Marvel, and and this throw off. Yeah, I just don't feel like it would be so bad if this came out chronologically. If you watched it chronologically, I guess the post credit scene is the only part that you could say, but even that is like, well, whatever. Some of them, some right. of them are fun to look forward to, and and ends to very. Some of them are just straight up scenes from movies. So right, but there are a few in there that I think are would be worth it. And it's like you go back, you don't not going to go back and watch them after you're done. But it doesn't matter. Anyways, what I wanted to move on about, and what's actually got me excited for the future of this Marvel thing is is what George brought up to me, and I thought was a little bit just a was just nothing. And George brought this to my attention, and really. I've been thinking about it and it's exciting to think about um, Red Guardian 
talks about throwing hands with Captain America more than once in this movie. And the first time he does it, you kind of maybe I kind of thought that he was like just talking shit uh, with, you know, showing off to his his prison buddies. But then he brings it up again, as George pointed out, I'm giving all the credit to George. I want to on record because I was I didn't I missed this. He brings it up again. Yeah. Black Widow saying, did he ever mention me or something like that? Who was he fighting? It wasn't Captain America. It wasn't Steve. Or at least Rogers. not the Steve we know. Or at least not the Steve we know. Is or this the Captain time- we know. I mean, is it a is it a time traveling Steve Rogers? Is it a different person in Cap's outfit? Which is, is it a different person in Cap's outfit? Is it a? I yeah. mean, you know, you could is say it is Isaiah it, Bradley. Is it, that's what I thought. That's, that's what George because Isaiah said. was made to fight communists, but and he you, wore, he could have easily ooh. worn the Captain America outfit and be fighting the Red Guardian, even though he's a black man, but with I'm, a mask. I'll be and the a, guy. A, pretty discernible difference, I gotta yeah. say. You might notice. Uh, you might notice, that, but you might not notice. It was dark fight, out. Like who knows? It was dark. Yeah, you never Russia, know. Russia, it's always right? dark. I don't know what you're talking about. It, it could have been a dark, snowy night in the middle of winter. It's uh, got in America. It, like he, Isaiah was dropped behind enemy communist lines and fights the Red seen, Guardian in the was, middle of a snow. Well, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Do, do we know that Isaiah was wearing the stars and stripes? For we don't. Sure? We don't know. No, we don't. We don't. Okay. I don't. Uh, he think had it's the, him. he had a shield, but we don't know that it was. We know him. he had the formula, and we know he, that he was. They were trying to make another Captain America out of it. Right, he, but they would have down, like the government would have downplayed his role significantly, so he like worked in the shadows because they don't the, because they didn't want you know a black. How do you spell Isaiah? Uh, I Isaiah Bradley wore a blue and red costume. I'm pulling it up just to make sure I'm correct. It was not Cap's costume. Oh shit, it did have the star on it. I kind of hope it's something that we aren't thinking of that's obvious. You know, it's It's not not, Isaiah Bradley. Like it's not Bucky in the suit or something on a So from what I heard is that like from from what I heard of, about the people who made the movie, including the actor, is that like Red Guardian believes his story. Whether the story is true or not, when he tells that story, he believes it's true. Right. From his point of the view, character, he, he threw the, the character Captain says America. he fought Captain America. Whether yeah. that's the real Captain America, as we know it, Steve Rogers, or somebody else, but in his opinion, he fought somebody who was probably American because let's just jump out on a limb that it was somebody wearing the stars and stripes. And obviously somebody wearing the stars and stripes is an American. And the only person he knows to reference in his mind who wears the stars and stripes and is a super soldier like him who could go toe to toe with him is Captain America. So whoever that Captain America is, whether it's a Steve time hopping Steve, or if it's (laughs) Isaiah or another, you know, ripoff. It's well, a very interesting point that he's so to bed now. Why would he even bother asking? It's probably not a time hopping Steve. If this is, I, I, I don't think, think it's time hopping Steve. If this I do. isn't important as we're kind of taking it to be, I, which I hope it can they, they, it's important kind of in the grand scheme of things because it's got me really excited. It's not going to be Steve because eh, well, but, contracts, whatever, whatever, you know, he, they're not going to have that. But Isaiah wasn't running around. I have to watch the scene again. Isaiah wasn't running around as captain america wearing the stars he wore the stars and tribes i'm looking at it here in the comics he wore the almost the same uniform um he wasn't running around at the time because it was also you know it has to be pre-world war world war ii because he well i guess it depends it was either i thought it was the 80s he said no right so isaiah wasn't isaiah wasn't that during the 80s and cap was frozen during the 80s 
So the only person that would be running around in the 80s would be a time-hopping Steve. There's nobody else that wore this uniform pre Steve. Yeah, well, it's, it's a matter of like when Isaiah was in prison, right? So if it was in the early 80s, like maybe Isaiah wasn't in prison. He was, Isaiah did say he got put on in missions to go fight like communism. Like that was like his, that was his purpose is that Not he even. fought communist soldiers hmm. and like they drop him behind enemy communist lines and he I fought communist that. soldiers, whether that's in like Vietnam, South, North Korea or Russia. Like, I, I don't know. So it's a matter of like, how long was Isaiah locked in jail for? In prison for you know I mean, honestly and, with the way that marvel's been doing a lot of their stuff we're not going to get shit like we're never that's never yeah. going to be an answer like yeah I, it's I never going to be an answer gonna, i don't i don't think it's going to be something that we see how would they do that because i mean look what they that is, with that the is shows. a prime example of a moment that they could not have included uh in if this movie came out during its time frame right. so but I mean, that means they put that in there like uh, why, Maybe. why would they also they do that i don't know just to, why would uh, they make you think that captain you know or, or mr fantastic was appearing in wandavision why would they you know they like didn't. i mean it, it 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 was the only like if you if you're expecting a cameo in these shows right mr fantastic was the only I mean, logical one so you know yeah, i don't know dr remember, strange it wasn't well, intentional it wasn't dr strange I, was the I, one that i thought it was going to show but, up. Right. like like, I've like major interviews. character reveals i did not even not think about mr fantastic and, or anything right we're not going to get major i don't know where you you're getting that i didn't get that feeling at all I, a lot I mean, of people do. It was a lot like of Dr. Strange lots. is about to show up any there single second. There was a lot second, of hubbub but... online with a lot of analysis. But oh, like, we're not okay. going to get well, major character reveals in no. like someone else's show. Like when we see Mr. Fantastic for the first time, or who did you say? I'm sorry. Just now. <laughs> <laughs> what? Regardless. Where we, am I? Ma- what are you guys ma- doing yeah. in my house? Yeah. No. Uh, regardless, we're not going to get those major character reveals until they're in movies when everyone's going to go pay money to see. Yeah, them. I mean, you you might get them in in the shows that come after Phase Four, but yeah. I don't think you'll get them right now. Yeah. Okay, um, we need to wrap this up. Yep, because we've been talking for a very long time. <laughs> I'm going to do a quick recap. Basically, this episode was we liked the movie. We got problems with the movie. Dan's got some good points. And now we like the movie again. So, you know, good shit. Go see Black Widow. Um, I definitely would. I mean, see it. We didn't it's even worth talk watching. about what if and all these other things. True, true. We got a few minutes. Just completely didn't even follow your outline. This is- no, because this is exactly what happened. We this is why about I don't work with you like people. This is unprofessional. I blame Dan. It's Dan. This, this is, is completely not my unprofessional. Fault. We had a schedule. Dan we had an outline. And you just don't even follow the syllabus. It's just like school through, all over again. Ladies and gentlemen, this is what happened. I reached out to these people before this episode. And I was like, I want to do this. And as soon as we started talking, I did my recap. Everybody started talking. This is what happens. This is what happens when we get together. This is the three of us. We've all known each other for well over 10 years. At this I point. will not apologize and, for talking on this talking this, podcast. This is, this is what happens. This is what happens. Um, I want to do more. I want to do these again. I want to go live with these. It's been a pleasure. Uh, uh, I think you know, uh, this is a wonderful conversation and I hope everybody gets the joy out of it that we got out of it and having chatted that we haven't chatted in a very long time. Indeed. Any last thoughts? I've said this it was the rogue one of the Marvel. It universe. was. It was 100% the rogue one. That's a this this bigger It was even like the solo. It really kind of was the solo because I like solo. Was how about this? I like this more than rogue one though. That's for sure. But this yeah, is I like guess. the rogue one. I hate to say it. Oh, it's the oddly placed film yeah. 
timing wise and it's also like it's, it's not the solo. film that we asked for but it's the film we got yeah i like you know? one. i think it was it was the more interesting of the stories they yeah, did something different if it didn't so have i tried to do something different would you have liked it <laughs> What I'm upset if about Marvel, is if Black is, Widow didn't have Black Widow's name and Marvel behind it, would you have liked it? Uh... I mean, yeah, I like bad movies though. So you know, I like action movies, and no. and I probably would have enjoyed the movie. I, I would have probably put it up there with. I wouldn't have these, enjoyed it nearly with as these much, Netflix movies that. that are coming out because all of these Netflix movies and Amazon movies that have been made like. Um, the old guard and that uh, uh, that movie with uh, Chris Hemsworth where he was like extracting some kid from a war zone like those are all about as much depth to the characters as I got out of Black Widow it was fun it was entertaining there was some good action I didn't give a fuck but like this one I cared a little bit more you're right 100% I cared more because it's Black Widow it's Marvel it's it's a character that I grew up with she was never my favorite character growing up uh, because I was not into espionage so you know I was more Spider-Man because I was a nerd that got picked on as a child. So obviously I'm going to drift towards the ones that we all relate to. So, mm. yeah. I, I mean, I related to her. But I'm like a redhead with big boobies and <laughs> fit nicely into, into tight leather. You know, I, I think I have the assets to pull it off. So I definitely related to her. I definitely do. The seductive dresses when you're exactly. going and, the you know, you, to like you, you guys, someone. You guys could just imagine it. I could do the pose perfectly if I had to. You can. George has got the best superhero pose of us all. <laughs> <laughs> Dan's got Dan's got the Thor presence. He's got the long yeah, he hair, does. the beard, and, and he's I got pulling this. it off. I, got I don't know who oh I would relate to. You know, obviously I, I'm Spider Man because that's just me. Um, except I like this glass, so I will not be throwing it on the ground. <laughs> this drink. I'll have another. another. Okay, okay. We've gone off topic. I am <laughs> probably going to edit most of this out. That's yeah, um, cool. Cool. Good time, pleasure, guys. gentlemen. Good, good fight. Good night.